Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Scanning the Industry. Not only is this the first UVI podcast, but it is the first podcast I have ever hosted. So hold on tight because you never know what is going to come out of this Southern girl's mouth during a normal conversation. So let's see what our 20 minutes together is going to bring. While scanning the industry for what could be a great topic or a speaker um, who also seems to be presenting at every automotive conference there is, our first guest came to mind. Please welcome Kirsten Von Bush, ladies and gentlemen. Kirsten and I have known each other for almost nine years, and I know her pretty well. She and I first bonded over our love for bulldogs. I had my first bully for 10 years, and I currently have a four-year-old English bulldog named Tyson, and he is definitely the baby of our family. Um, When we met, Kirsten had two bulldogs and a friending ceremony for them, and I would love for you to tell all of us about that event. Well, thanks for having me, Jamie. I'm thrilled to be here and I'm so honored to be your first guest. What a fantastic privilege. Well, as you said, I have a love for English Bulldogs and over the years we have owned four of them. Um, We currently have one senior resident in our home. His name is Wampa and he is 11 years old, which is rather old for a bulldog. And he's kind of a cranky old man, but um, he's our cranky old man. And several years ago, he had a best friend by the name of Paisley, and we adopted both of them from a rescue in the Chicagoland area, and we hosted a Best Fur Friends Forever commitment ceremony just to bring awareness and raise some money for that rescue organization. Oh my gosh. And I got to see pictures from the event. And um, I would just like everyone to know that uh, Pinterest would be full of envy. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. And um, I'm pretty jealous because it might have even been better than my wedding. I'm not sure. (laughs) So my goal is for everyone to know you a bit better by the end of our show. And since UVI can scan a vehicle and we can get the condition back in 20 seconds or less, we're going to see what we can learn about Kirsten in that same amount of time. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. First job. Ooh, dishwasher at a local supper club in Wisconsin. First car. A Ford Escort GT. Manual or automatic? I can drive both. NADA conferences you have attended? Oh my gosh, I am in the double digits. I would have to sit down and do the count, but I'm going to say 15 plus. All right, how did I end up in automotive? Well, it wasn't a planned um, journey to automotive. So I grew up in Wisconsin. I went to UW-Madison for my undergrad and I was a marketing major. I interviewed with a 
startup marketing research company after college, and I joined their organization. And we were doing a number of different market research projects, but several of them were in the automotive space. And I'm going to date myself here, but we were sending out paper surveys to dealership buyers, and I was doing the 10 key tabulation and all the data analysis from those surveys. And quickly, we recognized that there was a need in the market for dealers to have this insight about their customers. And we grew from just doing paper surveys with the dollar to encourage people to complete them to a full-blown customer relationship management software platform. And our company was acquired by a large DMS provider. And then I found myself in the Chicagoland area after that acquisition. And the rest is history. I've only ever been in the auto space in my professional career. That's so funny because my path is very similar. Graduated from college and ended up in um, my first job being in automotive and actually being with AutoCheck. So, um, and that's really how you and I met. And I guess that's about nine years ago. Um, my position that I had in my former career um, allowed me to work closely with you. And um, I loved every minute of that. And because um, AutoCheck is uh, a vehicle history service, we know that it can um, enhance a condition report or inspection technology services. So um, I would love to know your thoughts on how that works and how those complement each other specifically at an auto auction. Yeah, I think they complement each other so well because, I mean, with a auto check vehicle history report, you have the insights of that chronological reporting that has been provided. So how many owners has the vehicle had? What is the history from an accident perspective, from a damage standpoint? But we absolutely recognize that any vehicle history report, auto check as well, can only report on what's reported to us. You know, not all accidents are reported. So we would always recommend that someone when purchasing a pre-owned vehicle has it inspected by a licensed third-party mechanic. And with that virtual inspection that you offer, it's just a wonderful way of combining the history that we know about the vehicle with the front and center physical inspection. Absolutely. Um, you know, and We'll just give a little plug there. AutoCheck is the preferred vehicle history of the auto auction industry. Um, how do you see that UVI could help with the consistency of auction announcements? Well, <clears throat> I think having the view, right? I mean, we're such a visual society these days, right? I mean, where we want to see it. Let me see the picture. Let me see the video. And having not just the history of what's reported, but the visual representation of that, I think just adds additional credibility to what has been reported. Absolutely. So if we're thinking about those auction announcements and the consistency of that data, specifically for the auction industry, how many vehicles do you think we're really talking about? 
Well, I mean, for U.S. vehicles in operation, there's over 280 million cars on the road in general, right? However, we do know how many of them have been to auction. And just because it's been to the auction, though, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. What we really want to know is how many of them have that auction announcement activity. And we know that over 3.3 million vehicles on the road have an auction announcement, which typically then is representing, you know, some structural frame damage or other insights that someone would absolutely want to be aware of prior to purchasing the vehicle. Absolutely. So Kirsten, we talked a little bit about AutoCheck being the preferred uh, vehicle history service to the auction industry, and you gave us some statistics around that. Could you just dive a little deeper into that? Um, I would love to know more about those statistics and what you guys are seeing at auction. Yeah, absolutely. So first, to look at how many vehicles are on the road in general, right? I think if we look at specific, specific statistics, it helps to have sort of the bigger picture. So I mentioned right. there's 280 million vehicles on the road. So that's cars and light duty trucks in operation in the United States. Now we know for those 280 plus million vehicles on the road, over 121 million of them have been to an auction, right? And you know what? Lots of vehicles go to the auction. That doesn't mean that they have had an announcement. And that's where the auto check data is really valuable because there's over 3.3 million vehicles on the road that have an auto check exclusive auction announcement. And that's where you want to make sure you're protecting your brand, you're protecting your reputation, you have that insight and information to make an informed decision about whether or not you want to purchase that vehicle. And then, of course, at what price point you would put it at. Absolutely. And one of the things that I remember from my time with AutoCheck is that the um, auction space now, if you see that a vehicle has been through auction on a used car dealer's lot, that's actually a good thing because you know it's been through a, a really deep um, condition report or inspection and that what you're seeing is accurate information. So if there's an announcement on that car, you know that it would not have been sold with that announcement if it weren't true because nobody wants to devalue a vehicle, right? So, um, and if there's not an announcement on it, then you also know that that's really good because of the National Auto Auction Association and the standards and everything that's required. Those announcements would be made if they, you know, if it was there. So, um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Just because, um, there is something from the auction, even if it's just a mileage that it went through an auction, mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing. Um, it actually could be a positive thing. Absolutely. Yeah. What is the, what's reported? And then, you know, it was at the auction and it wasn't reported, but it was inspected. Absolutely. The recommendation that I would have for anyone starting out in automotive is just to be your genuine, authentic self. And I think right now we are so much more comfortable bringing our 
full, complete selves to the workplace. And when I started out as a younger woman in automotive, you know, 20 plus years ago, uh, there weren't as many women in the space. And I wasn't necessarily as comfortable with being completely myself. I felt like maybe I needed to present myself as older or more mature or, um, you know, just kind of mask that feminine aspect. And I no longer feel that way. I feel as though I can represent myself, my genuine, true, authentic self. There's no longer, you know, like a work and a personal, it's just blended together where this is who I am. And this is the industry in which I work. And I can be completely myself in that space. Oh, I love that so much. One of the things that I know is important to me and one of the things that I love doing the most is being a mentor. And so I'm a mentor to young college students, specifically women who are um, graduating and moving into the workforce. And I know that you've taken on some mentorships yourself. Um, what is it that you find um speaks to you the most about um, being a mentor in the automotive space? Yeah, I mean, I personally have a mentor, but then I have had the opportunity to be a mentor. And whether that is within Experian, and I also mentor um, some women outside of Experian, just in the overall auto space. And it's so rewarding to be able to share with them experience and insights and see them applying it. And, you know, you often take for granted the insight you have, the knowledge you have, but to see somebody else really gaining from that experience and being able to apply it as they grow themselves and in their career, it's just really rewarding to kind of provide that pay it forward. Oh, absolutely. And I have realized that I actually learn more from the girls that I'm mentoring than I'm sure they learn from me. Um, and you know what's so funny is I have had male mentors in my life um, more than I have had female. Well, I don't really know if I've ever had a female mentor. I have females in my life that have been mentors for me and I have admired and looked up to them. But specifically, um, you know, I've I've had males that have mentored me. And I think that that's really helped me in this field. I remember like you 25 years ago, looking across, you know, a conference floor and seeing a handful of women and that same feeling of, oh, my gosh, you know, how am I supposed to act in this environment um, to now looking out and seeing so many young women in our industry. And it's refreshing and exciting. And I can't wait to see, you know, how they break through these barriers and, you know, not to be cliche, but, you know, break the glass ceiling and um, we start seeing more women in these um, higher roles. If we look out in the industry today, we still don't have a lot of CEO women, um, but we do have a lot of general manager women in the auction space. Um, it'll be exciting to see how that translates over into that OEM dealer space um, as the next few years um, come about. Well, Kirsten, 
you know that you are near and dear to my heart. I cannot think of anyone else I would rather have as my first guest on our um, Scanning the Industry podcast. So thank you so very much for being here, for being so great. And um, I just, I thank you tremendously from the bottom of my heart for making it so fun. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on your first podcast. And I look forward to seeing all of your future guests and tuning in in the weeks and months to come. Thank you so much.